0: Datafied Media Network, and the ruins of half a lifetime spent speaking truth to power. This is Alan John's Ring of Tyranny. Well, well, wow. Well. Hello out there from the inner to the outer regions of the podcast multiverse. We thank you for joining us here at Ring of Tyranny, the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. My name is Alan Johns, and I'd like to thank you for joining us here at the show. It is Thursday night, April 25th, 2019, and we're here to bring you the very best. In news and opinion regarding the great sport entertainment that we all love, professional wrestling. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, some reviews for you today. We're gonna be talking about. Uh, we're gonna be talking about WWE. We're gonna be talking about Raw. We're gonna be talking about SmackDown. We're gonna be talking about MLW Fusion. And, uh, we're gonna be talking about the Road to Double or Nothing and being the elite on YouTube AEW, who are, who are really coming along at this point. I'll tell you what, and we'll, we'll cover that in a little bit we've got a couple new segments for you here today uh we've got a movie review segment coming up for you in a little bit here and we've got our hashtag wrestlespiracy segment for you near the end of the show we're gonna name our pod champions of the week our pod match of the week and once again i'd like to thank you for joining us at the show here um first off uh this new segment well uh we've got you know i think we're gonna stick first of all i think we're gonna stick to this 30 minute uh pbs episode uh length show you know kind of an episode of a show without commercials in it like they show on pbs if you if you've been following the show uh we originally were kind of at a big bang theory slash seinfeld uh 22 to 25 minute length then we moved it up to more of a csi miami slash law and order svu uh 42 to 45 minute length and now i think we're going to stick it around the middle where we were last week which is kind of a 30 minute length of a of a show um anyway uh we hope you we hope you're okay with that because we're running out of time uh here during the week at my organic farming at my daughter's organic farming operation somewhere in texas i'd rather not be specific and um you know uh anyway well that's that's that uh, I- I- If you want to support the show So maybe we could do a longer show So maybe we could do more shows So maybe we could do more segments So we can just maybe up our budget To combat the space alien that likes to interfere with this show His name is Dweebus. If you've been following the show You are familiar with Dweebus, A.K.A. Sammy Callahan A.K.A. Christian Cage He goes by many names And uh, if you're hearing the drum beeps And the bloops And the blops And the sound effects Well that's our uh, algorithm Created by the executive producer Bernie Prezio here who worked tirelessly to create that algorithm that would battle the interference of the space alien known as Dweebus, previously known as Christian Cage, previously known as Sammy Callahan, previously known as Skinner, that will battle his interference because he just can't seem to stop interfering with my shows um anyway let's get to the first segment here this is going to be a new segment we're going to read some emails from you guys uh we really appreciate all the emails you've been sending in and if you want to send us an email that's ring of tyranny at gmail.com, that's r-i-n-g-o-f T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Feel free to send us an emails. You guys have been sending in those emails. It's really great. We thank you. Um, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash ring of tyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y. And um, go ahead. You could you could. You have the opportunity to be the first ever patron of this hashtag WrestleCast. Oh, we got a good show for you though. Uh, we got the uh, hashtag Wrestlespiracy segment coming up near the end of the show. We got the uh, we got the Pod Champion of the Week awards. We're gonna name the Pod Match of the Week, and like I said, we're gonna be talking about those those shows that we watched this week in the great world of professional wrestling. But first, we got some emails. Um, this is gonna this segment is gonna be called the Mail Bucket. So let me. Let me read a couple of these here, so I haven't read these yet, um, but this is just kind of a sampling of the emails we've been getting. Let's see what we got here. Hey there, Alan Johns. Uh, Rather than wait for my Money in the Bank prediction special, I wanted to write you an email because you were talking much trash on WWE last week. A little too much trash. Now, Vince McMahon, his and his kids, have been the game to beat in town for about two decades, and there ain't no Teensy Tiny, AEW, MLW, or whatever blank Blank W promotion of the week That's going to threaten that So this is just a friendly reminder Stick with the WWE coverage It's the only news we care about Sincerely, Consequences Creed Alright, well, uh, I think it's fairly obvious Uh, This is Dweebus He's picked another name uh, from TNA Because he's so obsessed with WWE now He he doesn't, I mean, this is interesting So Dweebus, of course We used to have a, a An AM radio show, a truth telling show As I said, I'm no longer in the truth-telling business I cover wrestling now But our previous show Was a truth-telling show um, Some might refer to as Conspiracy theorizing And Dweebus is the space alien That interfered And uh, took the entire operation down We had an AM radio show Seven days a week Four hours a day We had an online presence A growing online community um, But Dweebus now uh, He interfered with that show He stole my voice for two years uh, My wife and I decided To be okay for me To return to broadcasting I'm a born broadcaster Got it in my blood Got it in my bones I'm a third-generation broadcaster a first-generation podcaster, but... Um, we decided it'd be okay for me to return to broadcasting, um, as long as I didn't, uh, do the truth-telling anymore, so this is a truth-telling free zone, and, uh, we're talking professional wrestling now, uh, but Dweebus, the space alien who just apparently is gonna interfere with my life forever, uh, decided he wanted to interfere with this as well, and now he's telling me to stick to the WWE coverage, well, uh, Dweebus, I'm not gonna stick to the WWE coverage, if you wanna stick to the WWE coverage, that's on you, go ahead and um before you do any more of this stuff why don't you i mean this this space alien you have the capability to contact us here on earth where as far as we know from nasa and our government announcements announcements we we're not as as advanced as you we don't have the capability to contact you but for some reason you have not advanced to the point where you can google some of these names that you're choosing and find out quite quickly that they were impact wrestlers and you're just being kind of ignorant uh while telling me what to do on my wrestling show so that's i'm going to move on from that uh he sends us a lot of emails and then of course people send us emails pretending to be uh dweebus previously known as skinner previously known as sammy callahan previously known as christian cage now also previously known as consequences creed anyway let's move on to the next one here what do we have um mr alan johns we of the tri—oh boy, here we go. We of the Triangle Earth Commission um, are writing to complain about the unfair favoritism you've shown to the round Earth movement the past few weeks. We understand you grew up believing the Earth is round, but is it so impossible that you grew up to—is it so impossible that you grew up believing in a falsehood? Proving whether the Earth is round, flat, or triangle, as we believe, is not the point. But if you're going to show favoritism to a particular theory, it is only fair to your audience that the count. Theories are presented uh, as well. Thankfully, the Triangle Earth Commission uh, is available for booking and would be happy to appear on Ring of Tyranny free of charge. Well, uh, I'm not going to book you on Ring of Tyranny. Uh, we're not going to be tra- talking about Triangle Earth. We're not going to be talking about Flat Earth. We're not going to be talking about Square Earth. We're not going to be talking about Round Earth. And I don't care. I don't care if the Earth is round. The only—I'm not having the flat Earth people on my show. I'm not having the triangle Earth people. I mean, I'm getting contacted by square Earth people, and at this point, uh, you know. Uh, you have me confused with my former self. This is no longer a truth-telling show. We don't cover those kinds of subjects. We don't interview uh, triangle-earth commissions or flat-earth commissions on those types of subjects. You're you're a bunch of rabble-rousers, okay? You're a bunch of rabble-rousers. And at this point, the only kind of triangle-earth uh, theorizing I want to see is if a character starts doing it on WWE. Because that's all you guys are really good for. I mean, I don't even know. Are you living off your parents? How do you have time to sit around thinking about whether the Earth is flat or tri- or? a triangle or a square it's round what difference does it make if you never leave one little hundred mile radius for 90 percent of your life what difference does it make anyway you guys you you live in in the woods and whatnot and you make up these theories and then you never go anywhere to test them out you just surf around on the internet on your parents dime is is what i'm assuming i'm a working man and i'm covering the news of wrestling so leave me alone we're not talking about triangle arts or any of this nonsense anyway uh let's say oh well here's a nice one uh dear alan been a long time brother just an old friend who wanted to say hi let me know if you need a sponsor to run ads for uh the pappy family loves the new show and everyone says hello from here your pal uncle pappy of uncle pappy's trail mix well now that's nice that's a nice voice from my past and uh well uh pappy maybe i'll maybe i'll give you a call here uh, in the next couple weeks. That's great to hear from him. I haven't heard. He was a sponsor on, on the old Data Fight uh, media network there. Uh, that was destroyed by Dweebus. And um, it's uh, the the burial place where theories like Triangle Earth belong. Anyway, we've got our new segment here. It's a movie review segment with our executive producer, Bernie Brazito. Take it away, Bernie. Bernie's Flick Packs. Thanks, Alan. And welcome, everyone, to Bernie's Flack Packs. Uh, this week on the segment, we're going to be reviewing a 2003-2004, I- I'm not sure if it's like Australian or New Zealand-ish uh, based on the accents, I could have looked it up I guess, um, Sub-Toronto, now, this is going in line with our recent uh, theme of horror movie reviews, uh, of course, Monty Python and the Holy Grail last week could have been a stretch, but Sub-Toronto uh, definitely is not. This is B-movie horror fair all the way. You've probably never seen it unless you randomly caught it uh, late one night on HBO like I did years ago. Um, felt like re-watching it, giving it another shot this week. And it was just as... Uh, funny, bad, uh, sort of boring, but ultimately entertaining, as I remembered, a group of uh, people are stuck kind of in a video game uh, in a parking garage where a corporation is testing out their new robot AI weapons on them, and they have to kind of survive and escape. It's a little similar to Chopping Mall. But they have accents, again, not sure where from. Pretty bad movie, but sort of fun. Give it a chance if you have nothing better to do. Back to you, Alan. Well, thank you, Bernie, for that uh, quick capsule review of the 2003 Yeah, I don't know where that accent's from either. Uh, Sub-Toronto. Well, it's been a while since I watched that. Uh, Watched that with my son John, uh, John Johns, and uh, from what I remember, it was gloriously terrible. Uh, We had a good time watching it, though, laughing and uh, making fun of it as we did. Anyway, on to uh, the wrestling this week got a few things to talk about a few very specific things to point out and recommend that you watch if you missed them uh there's some must-see things now we're a week out from the superstar shakeup uh on wwe and um i guess things are still getting shook up a little bit so we'll cover that a lot of people have covered it so i kind of just run through and uh point out some things uh that i noticed anyway let's talk about this week in wrestling So, Raw started off pretty much, in my opinion, the worst way it possibly could have with a bunch of the superstars coming out, one after the other, after Seth Rollins was talking to Triple H for a little bit, they're kind of joking around about how much Triple H loves Seth Rollins and vice versa, Seth Rollins has the Universal title now, and they decide that uh, tonight on Raw we're going to figure out who's going to be Seth Rollins' opponent, for a universal uh, title challenge on Money in the Bank, uh, which I believe is in about four weeks. It's come out the backlash. Uh, the pay-per-view that normally happens on uh, after WrestleMania is no longer happening. It's going to be some sort of Saudi Arabian pay-per-view instead, uh, perhaps another greatest Royal Rumble. Perhaps it's just going to be the greatest... Uh, Everything, everything. I who knows? I don't know what the Saudi Of course they're gonna wait to announce it. It's gonna be more of a Saudi Arabian than Arabian sided thing fulfilling their deal. Oh, but uh Backlash is off uh, money in the bank is what we're looking forward to and uh, so you had AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Rey Mysterio, a whole bunch of people came out at the start of the show to challenge Seth Rollins to talk to Triple H say oh I deserve this well they decided uh, so uh, who had a match Rey Mysterio and uh, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles had a match with AJ Styles won, Of course, we've seen Samoa Joe and AJ Styles go at it for years on TNA slash Impact, but... Maybe never Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles, and that was interesting to see, especially Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe, interesting as well, uh, considering the WrestleMania match was cut so short. We had Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and uh, who else? I don't remember. Bobby Lashley, probably, uh, on the other side of things, and Baron Corbin won that. So at the end of the night, you had Baron Corbin going up against AJ Styles, and AJ Styles won. However, I am... uh, before seeing a Baron Corbin come back, a Baron Corbin somehow takes that slot back so he can face Seth Rollins at uh, at Money in the Bank, unless he wins the Money in the Bank match, and that's, he cashes it in that night, we'll see, but uh, I wouldn't really, wouldn't be surprised if Baron Corbin goes after that Universal title pretty soon, he's basically universally hated, and, uh, you know, Maybe not approaching those Brock Lesnar levels yet, but getting that belt, whoo oh I imagine he could uh, make quite a few people uh, mad, especially the ones that he has not made yet mad yet. Uh, but uh, AJ Styles was your winner at the end of the night. Uh, some notable things on Raw: uh, we had Lacey Evans come out and get in a fight with Becky Lynch. Uh, Lacey Evans looks pretty jacked. She uh, she she talks a lot of talk about being a Southern lady, and uh, you know kind. Of makes these innuendos about what she's doing backstage which i don't understand a whole lot but the, she's, she's jacked uh compared to some of the other women on the roster i mean she, she she's big she looks like she can beat me up she uh goes after becky lynch in high heels becky lynch pulling double duty of course again for another week uh which is not explained and uh, we had some big moments here. We had the Usos talking to the revival. Looks like those two teams are going to go at it, which I uh, personally would be excited to see. Uh, your major brothers, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, are still uh, the action figure collecting tag team, Raw tag team champions. And then we had an appearance by uh, Robert Rude, Bobby Rude, uh, going by his government name, Robert Rude. And he's grown a big mustache that goes across the top of his lip. And makes him look like America's stepdad from the 80s. Now, whether he's going to grow a mullet out, that's uh, a topic of much debate for the hashtag WrestleCastNation, but... Bobby Roode said he'd shed 150 pounds of annoying deadweight by the name of Chad Gable, who moved to SmackDown. And now he's ready to take on the WWE again. And he beat Cedric Alexander. Or no, he beat Ricochet. Ricochet, which was quite a feat. He beat Ricochet. And uh, look out, because Bobby Roode's back. It looks like he's got his mojo back from his TNA slash Impact days. And I, for one couldn't be more excited because Bobby Roode well he's one of a kind and he's great at what he does if you only let him uh be great at what he does which it looks like the WWE is going to let him do now that he has gained uh entry via awesome mustache so look out for Robert Roode he's going to be a presence to deal with uh in the coming weeks I imagine my pick uh for money in the bank winner I'd like to see Robert Roode win it and get a chance at that at well whatever title he wants uh, then the other big thing was the Firefly Funhouse now this was Bray Wyatt. return of course the past few weeks we've been seeing that haunted turkey and that haunted doll uh coming out of the boxes and laughing and giggling and now bray wyatt shows up uh He's looking a lot different. He's got a lot more color in his face. And he's shed about a third of himself. So he's, he's looking pretty fit and trim. And he pulls out a chainsaw and saws a cardboard cutout of his old gimmick in half. And laughs as it hits the floor. He's got gloves on that say uh, hurt and heal and the hurt. Glove tells him to chop up the thing, and he does that. And then we see he has Mercy the buzzard in his. Uh, it's kind of a Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mr. Rogers spoof. A uh, kind of demonic looking, and Bray Wyatt's obviously acting evil, and it's pretty scary. And I thought it was pretty good. And I'm interested to see where it goes. We had uh, Mercy the buzzard, Abby the witch, Mojo Riley. Uh, nowhere to be found, but who knows, maybe he'll show up next week, uh, SmackDown, uh, was a similar, similar situation, uh, they kind of had Shane McMahon come out at the start and, uh, talk to Roman Reigns about whacking Vince McMahon with that Superman punch, uh, that, uh, Roman hit him with last week, Elias sings a song, they kind of got the Roman and Elias stuff out of the way at the start of the show, then we had some new, uh, New New Day segments, they called them the New New Day with Big O Kevin Owens, again, uh, reprising his role as the third wheel of the group, and, there hanging out and they're gonna have a main event later in the night um What else happened here? Oh, we had a segment with Becky, Two Belts, and uh, Charlotte Flair talking about how they're going to have matches again, and a lot of people aren't excited about that, but I think these two put on great matches. I have no problem with it. Uh, But then Bailey comes out looking, uh, wearing darker sort of gear. She's off of Raw. Uh, Sasha Banks is nowhere to be found, presumably still lying on the uh, hotel lobby floor uh, wherever it was reported she was lying down uh, in protest of her role at WWE. Bailey talks himself Smack and got into a match with Charlotte. It was a pretty good match. Let's, uh, and uh, these developments I think are going to be pretty good. So maybe I was a little early on my Four Horse Women of NXT, uh, reunion call, uh, for WrestleMania this year. Maybe, uh, maybe it would have been more appropriate to set it for WrestleMania next year. We will see. It all kind of depends on whether Ronda Rousey gets pregnant or not, which she has been apparently, uh, well, vaguely promising to do on social media anyway. If she isn't pregnant already and they're just planning to have the baby, then bring her back. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it was a good match, Bailey and uh, Charlotte. Haven't really seen a good match from Bailey in a while. Um, but uh, it, it, it was fine. And so at the end of the show, Kevin Owens turned on the new day quicker than you could blink this guy couldn't even pretend to be friends with them for a month and he's already turned on them and he's already ripped the new day shirt off and had the kevin owens shirt underneath so he's on his own now and it looks like he's going to be going up against kofi kingston i was waiting for the new daniel bryan the planet's champion to come back to call out kofi kingston and the new day for throwing away the planet's championship like it was it was a uh, uh, biodegradable well it was biodegradable trash and pulling out that uh well biodegradable still but takes longer to biodegrade uh belt uh the old leather belt they pulled that out and uh daniel bryan is nowhere to be found rumors are that he is injured and i hope of course that is not true because the new daniel bryan is so much uh better in my opinion than the old daniel bryan and well you know uh We'll just see where that goes, and our thoughts and prayers are with Dan O'Brien. If, in fact, anything is wrong with him, well, anyway, our thoughts and prayers are still with you anyway, champ. Uh, you're still my planet's champion. Maybe not maybe not Dweebus' planet, but you are my planet, Earth's champion. Uh, we watched Being the Elite, which uh, went through the fighter festival that Kenny Omega set up. There was some fun skits with... Uh, um, SCU kind of calling each other and saying SCU like the what up type of thing. now uh, passing that around on the phone. Um, might want to watch that episode again. Uh, the episode that you need to watch this week, the episode of a wrestling show that you need to watch is AEW series on YouTube, The Road to Double or Nothing, which has kind of been all over the map covering some of the wrestler's stories, their backstories, the way that this series um, has been done has been pretty great these are all 10 minute or less episodes uh, in length there's 13 of them now this was episode 13 i believe episode 14 comes out tonight but i haven't watched that yet but episode 13 featured well cody uh cody's opponent for double or nothing has been revealed it is his brother as I predicted uh, last week on the show, Dustin Rhodes has come to AEW. He left WWE, as I uh, pointed out, and he is Cody's opponent. Now, I didn't put this together. And after the episode was done, well, YouTube started replaying the Double or Nothing series from the start, which was quite a great watch. I would recommend that you jump, if you, especially if you have not seen AEW's Double or Nothing Go on YouTube, start at episode 1, let it run through to episode 13, it's only going to be about an hour and a half, it's a little movie, and it's a great little prelude to Double or Nothing, I'm sold, I'm hoping I still have that $30, $40 credit uh, that I had from Impact Homecoming on Fight TV, because I want to watch this Double or Nothing show uh, for sure, but... Uh, Dustin Rhodes talking about how his brother is doing these things, and he thinks he's so great. I think they come from different mothers, but Dustin Rhodes is going to be facing Cody Rhodes at uh, Double or Nothing. And in this promo, he's kind of slowly, there's voiceovers, he's putting makeup on, he goes through his career and why he's going to fight Cody excellent promo promo of the year so far you should definitely go watch it as soon as you can if you consider yourself a wrestling fan do yourself a favor go watch this promo episode 13 of road to double or nothing that is our homework assignment for the week kids um the last thing i want to talk about was mlw fusion uh episode 54 we had a match between Joseph Samael and uh, Ace Romero, where the Contra unit beat up Ace Romero at the end, beat up Barrington Hughes when he tried to come help his friend at the end. Uh, we had a match between the Lucha Brothers and Airwolf and Ray, uh, what's his name, Ray Horace. So these are, Ray Horace are, these are uh, Luchas from Mexico, the Lucha Brothers themselves, the tag team uh, champions of uh, Impact, I believe. Uh, they came out and they had some new gear, it was pretty awesome, new costumes uh they were wearing the same costume pretty much a yellow and a, a blue i believe and they took them off pentagon jr ray phoenix um won the match beat the airwolf beat the ray horus then we had a match at the end of the show here that was fantastic. Oh, we had a great little great little promo. Teddy Hart, the Hart Foundation, uh, 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 hanging out in MJF's car, in the Dynasty's car. MJF, of course, called the cops on Teddy Hart last week. So, Teddy Hart, Brian Pillman Jr., they're uh, smoking what appears to be a mar- uh, jazz uh, marijuana jazz uh, cigar in the car, uh, making M- MJF's car stink. I assume he doesn't like that kind of stuff because now his car smells like it, and uh, the Hart Foundation seemed to think this would upset him and they were talking some trash saying they're gonna have a match with the dynasty uh, mjf and uh, richard holiday aka dick holiday next week and that should be great uh the last match the main event of this mlw fusion episode 52 was mance warner versus sammy callahan and uh they kind of Put on the kind of match you would expect between these two. Fun to watch, a little down and dirty. Oh, so what happened was, uh, a little earlier in the episode, Selena De La Renta from Dorado came up to Mance Warner, tried to get Mance Warner to go after Sammy Callahan for her, and Mance Warner told her that his old grandpappy told him if he was to ever lay down with a girl like Selena, well... He was bound to get fleas, and that made her real upset, so during the Sammy Callahan match, Promociones Dorado, uh, represented by Alijo de Ale Park, and uh, Ricky Martinez came out, and uh, basically gave Sammy Callahan and Mance Warner a run for their money, who came back, kind of teamed up, and uh, kicked Promociones Dorado back to the back, and then got in the ring, shook hands... And we have a new team of Sammy Callahan and Mance Warner. Well, it's a match made in heaven, isn't it? We got eye pokes and old spitty Sammy spitting loogies into the air. He actually hit Mance Warner with a huge loogie in the middle of this match. It was hanging off his face. It was something else. Well, you maybe. Uh, if you it, it, Honestly, if you're not watching MLW, what are you doing? This is the best wrestling show that you can watch right now. It's an hour a week. The only thing shorter... Is uh, AEW's YouTube shows But you're not going to find any wrestling on there You're going to find wrestling on MLW In addition to great promos In addition to great vignettes You're going to find great wrestling So I recommend MLW Fusion Foley Take advantage, it's on YouTube for free Go on and watch it uh, Let's go now We have our other segment Hashtag WrestleSpiracies WrestleSpiracy1 CM Punk double or nothing so the news came out this week that cm punk well who was probably cm punk was spotted at an indie show i believe in chicago wearing a hoodie that CM Punk wears, wearing a mask, wearing gloves, wearing full sleeves that would cover up his tattoos. Now, a lot of people in the the hashtag WrestleCastNation seem to believe that this was CM Punk making an uh, an appearance. People online on Twitter have confirmed it is CM Punk. And if this is going in line with the other small little tidbits that AEW has been planting around the indie scene, such as the Young Bucks showing up at Lucha Libre in Mexico City and winning the belts, such as AEW showing up at small shows such as kenny omega showing up to get beaten by don Callis at an indie show near canada what in canada uh, CM Punk. Is CM Punk next on the list of AEW surprises? And if CM Punk is, in fact, next on the list of AEW surprises, will that be the cream that uh, rises, That the cream that brings AEW to the top of the cup? And they've already got a rumored TV deal. They've already got the match with Dustin and Cody. They've got the match with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, with the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. Nothing or double, I mean noth- double or nothing is shaping up to be quite a review. Will AEW put themselves over the line forever by returning by bringing CM Punk back to the fold, which will make, of course, all the internet hashtag #wrestlecastnation lose its collective mind. Wrestlespiracy number 2. Bray Wyatt is a new Daniel Bryan puppet. Now for a long time, I was wondering Why isn't Daniel Bryan farming an army to save the planet with something as important as saving the planet with people like the New Day who do not care one bit and win championships just to throw away sustainable championships and replace them with the championships, unsustainable championships of the past? Why wouldn't Daniel Bryan be the one hiding in Bray Wyatt's gloves on the Firefly Funhouse segment? The one in Bray Wyatt's hurt glove telling him to chop his old persona in half just staz, the new Daniel Bryan chopped the old Daniel Bryan in half when he became the new Daniel Bryan and called the WWE universe fickle. 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 And Sami Zayn, uh, promo- nasty, uh, uh, bullying uh, the audience promo of the week. Could he be part of this new planet-saving faction as well? And finally, the third wrestlespiracy. Now, it's true that I used to have a truth-telling show, what some people would refer as conspiracy theorizing, but we uh, know was telling the truth. I have, uh, from that show, detective skills, uh, the ability to see angles coming together in unison and, and the ability to spot them and call them out before they happen. Yes, some of my predictions uh, in the wrestling world since uh, coming to the hashtag WrestleCastNation have been a little off. Some of my Wrestlemania predictions were way off. Uh, the, um, the Four Horsewomen of NXT did not show up, no. But I did correctly predict that Dustin Rhodes would be showing up at AEW last week. Check the episode, go listen. If I keep predicting things correctly... What's going to stop these wrestling promotions full of muscly men that could beat me up from coming after me? If I keep predicting swerves, will I be able to remain safe? And that's your Wrestle Spiracies segment for the week. Hashtag Wrestle Check it out on Twitter. We try to add content to the hashtag Wrestle line. Now, we've got the Pod Awards of the Week. These, of course, are the awards that we give out uh, to particular wrestlers that shined this past week. Um, So, let's just get through it here. Uh, The Pod Champion of the Week, well, I think it's pretty obvious. It's Dustin Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes' older brother. Gold Dust, um... You know, Black Rain in TNA. This guy is a legend. Uh, When I I loved Goldust in the the 90s, that's one of the few uh, characters you could love before before the Attitude Era showed up. Goldust kind of ushered it in. He was always edgy. He was always... He was always a great wrestler, and he's great to watch. He's our champion of the week. His uh, triumphant return that WWE never let him have on uh, the road to double or nothing. you got to check that out. Our pod women's champion of the week. Well, that's Becky Two Belts Lynch. And I know I've said some things about Becky Lynch kind of being a bully, kind of drawing a bully, Charlotte Flair, kind of having a temper tantrum in the first place that led to her match with Charlotte Flair, that led to her matches with Charlotte Flair, and her match with uh, Ronda Rousey, her main event at WrestleMania, where she won the two belts, but heck... Uh, she wears them well, and she's out there doing double duty, pulling du- double duty. As a hard-working man, my entire life, as someone who believes in work ethic, now I can respect something like that. So, Becky Lynch, Becky Two Belt, you've earned my respect, and, um,. Keep up the good work. I'd actually hate to see her lose those belts soon. I'd like to see her have a nice, long reign. I mean, who the heck is going to come back and replay? Who's going to beat your reign as a two-belt uh, champion? And it doesn't make any sense, really, that they're not unifying the belts into one women's championship. But right now, Becky has two belts, and I'd like to see her uh, go as far as she can with it. Great, great presence, great promos. Love love the new gear. She's looking great. Uh Best of the women's division right now, if you ask me. Uh, the pod match of the week is going to be that Mance Warner versus Sammy Callahan match on MLW Fusion number uh, 54. I suggest you go pick, uh, check that out uh, when you get a second. Check it out. Check out MLW's other stuff. The best hour of wrestling you can watch out there. Uh, You know, WWE will give you 10 hours a week, but MLW gives you pretty much everything you need in one. So you kind of have this big contrast here while we wait around for AEW. I haven't been able to catch Impact lately. I'll try to catch it tomorrow so I can talk about it next week. In the meantime, my little tyrants, keep being strong. Keep fighting the good fight become a patreon at patreon.com slash ring of tyranny and we'll see you next week good night thank you for listening to ring of tyranny the only wrestlecast in the hashtag WrestleCastNation, nation hosted by an ex-truth teller such as alan johns uh, we thank you for listening. We apologize for the alien interference. If you want to support the show, you know, um, maybe up the production budget so we can do things like, uh, edit in time, or even maybe bring you more episodes, uh, more, uh, shows during the week in the future, if possible, or maybe even just kind of a little budget to help fight, uh... Space alien interference, which, as you know, is a problem with this show. Send us an email ringofterany at jmail.com or go to patreon.com ring of tyranny to support. And Alan wants you all to know he loves his little warrior So thanks for listening to the show and good night. <laughs> <laughs> We so down in the garden, everything is free Up until you pick some stuff and sell it for a fee